Hello, this is Chief Curator here at Republication, your glorious leaders of free democracy and stuff. In order to combat misinformation and disinformation in your personal lives, we are deploying the Swarm Initiative, sensitive, whiny activists who retain morality. With the Swarm Initiative deployed, you can rest assured that your delicate ears will never be assaulted by dissenting information by enemies who directly threaten your democracy and stuff. All right, are we done? Well done, comrade. Return him to his cell. Oh, this is still on? Katie, Katie and Brady, Brady on the podcast. I'm Billie Eilish, and this is Deep. <laughs> yep, so welcome to the uh, podcast, everybody, again. I told you we'd be back consistently. Yeah, we did. So hopefully we can stay this way. It is what it is, though. You guys don't pay me, so you know, we'll be here when we're here. <laughs> we're a grown-up, and we can do what we want. Exactly. So, yeah. um, Billie Eilish might be 14, but I think we're Is not, she 14? So I don't know. She acts like it. Well, she I appeal mean, All of her deepness appeals to the 11-year-olds, so oh. I just I kind of round it up. You rounded up. <laughs> There's so much math happening right yeah, now. I don't think math. my boomer bee brain can take it. Yes. No. Um, before the podcast started. Yes. This is the reason this... we hit record today. Yes. Uh, we were talking about boomer bees. <laughs> Please explain what you were doing oh, boomer bee. when we so con- this... conceptualize what a boomer bee is. Yeah, boomer bee. You guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. So I, I watched recently this video on the differences between like bees, wasps, and hornets. There's a very obvious difference between bees and and wasps and hornets, because bees are, a comp- they're actually a completely different species. Yes. Um, they all sting, and that's what we associate with them. They sting, they're yellow, they fly around and pollinate things. You're triggering me. I got stung Friday. Yeah, I, t- I knew this would <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> My leg just like spasm. It's <laughs> yeah, still I this, swollen. I get this text message from Katie, what was it, Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. I just fucking hate the yellow jackets. It's time for a genocide or something like that. Yeah, I was I a little angry exactly, because but... I wasn't bothering mm-hmm. them and they mm-hmm. went out of their way to harm me yeah. and then I killed their family. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have talked about this before on an episode, but like I have a problem with wasps, so I I, to- I was totally on board with this. Yeah, yeah. I was actually about to find a way to like gear up and just do the genocide, like you were going to help me. I was going to be the Hitler of the wasps. We were going to napalm those things. Yeah. I, I was done because, yeah. well, and I love <laughs> honeybees. They're my favorite. Honeybees are amazing and they're I my like, friends. But they the are yellow jackets, those bastards uh, can just burn hell. Them. They just, um, my leg is swollen and red still from that sucker. Yeah, like yellow jackets are annoying. Like you get stung and it, it feels like a cigarette is being put out on your leg. And I don't, I actually have had a cigarette burn and it's the identical feeling of a wasp sting. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's those neurotoxins for you. And it was a fir- it was a fresh hatchling. Mm-hmm. So it had I don't know if they're like baby um rattlers or other venomous snakes, oh. but it seems like those fresh ones have more venom or more potent. I, I would imagine cuz like with with black widows, they're saying like the baby ones are more dangerous because they cannot control how much venom. It's all full blast every bite, doesn't well, matter. The uh, grapefruit size flame red part of my back of my knee. <laughs> I'm going to say that he delivered a, a super extra large dose. Yeah. Yeah. The mega uh, dose of a. Uh, uh, I just had a wonderful thought about how awesome our thumbnail's going to be today. A Billie the, Eilish B. Billie Eilish and I was thinking and, about, yeah, it's yeah, going to be a good time. Epic. You guys but, are going so like to like this. Okay, so Boomer Bees. Back to the Boomer Bees. And the Wasps. <laughs> so I, I'm not the one to explain the difference because I was half asleep when I watched this. Okay. But. What he's something he said during the video woke me the fuck up a little bit because it got really interesting and, and it kind of opened my eyes both figuratively and literally 
He was saying how uh, at a certain point, specifically with wasps, they reach this point where they have no more purpose left. They've re- they've procreated, made the nest. They don't really have a purpose in the colony anymore. If they're the if they're the colonizing wasps, the elder wasps, um, the the solo, the flying, the Han Solo wasps are the same, mm-hmm. where they just don't have a purpose anymore. So they, the rest of their short amount of time they have left is spent like fulfilling their uh, desires. Oh, oh, I just, Pepsi I just delivery. received a Pepsi. Thank you, because we take oh, this is great. Yeah. She's behind the door. <laughs> uh, the te- the teenager, my beautiful, lovely daughter. Oh, hey, we're recording. You don't yell. Okay, she can stay. Never mind. Sorry. This is okay. This is better than Uber Eats. You guys need to step up your game. I like my children. They're Door actually dash. really nice. They are amazing. A lot of people give teenagers a bad rap, but I, I enjoy mine. Okay, <laughs> so, Boomer so Bees. Boomer so, Bees. So, yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. So back to what I was saying. So they reach a point. They have no more purpose left in the colony or, or whatever, and they spend the rest of their short amount of time they have left, like, fulfilling their desire. Or, like, basically, you get in that dopamine drip. That's all they care about so anymore. So getting drunk, you said. Get, they, so a lot of them, there's this bit. I read another thing recently, too, about how bees or wasps um, will spend a ridiculous amount of time seeking out fermenting fruit at the end of the season. It's This is usually when they start this cycle, too, of, like, they don't have a purpose anymore. This is why they're more aggressive uh, during this time of year, too. It's Part of it is a actual lack of water source, but right before the wet season. Okay. Before they have to do whatever well, they yeah, do for the winter. Yeah, it makes more aggressive. Um, and a lack of food source. Um, but most of it is because they don't have a purpose either. They There's nothing left for them to do. So if you've ever uh, experienced boomer rage on their Harley after drinking some spritzers, yeah. that's what we're talking about. That's where <laughs> immediately it popped in my mind. Because right now we have a lot of out-of-towners. Yeah. And they all get drunk a lot. Because yeah. I'm going to say most of these people are probably 50 to 70. Get drunk a lot, ride their Harleys. Oh, and some of them like e-bikes too. E-bikes, and yeah, I'm not knocking. Thing, yeah. I feel like if you've worked your whole life, hey, go you, green. You, yeah, do your thing. But Bo- it also, boomers should go green. We should encourage them. A lot of them are as rude as hell. Like, yeah. and that's a big thing I, that they. And that makes sense. So in and context, I, it's just an evolutionary biology thing. Exactly. And of course, I'm just. I am just joking with the whole. We boomer are having. Thing. I don't want to make this yeah. into like a millennials versus boomers thing. That's, no, that's we can make old, fun of ourselves for days. Yeah, like, exactly. We have our problems, but too. it's just the like I, I brought that up. To, yeah, I brought that up to Katie. And she's like, "Oh, like a boomer, like a boomer bee." Laugh <laughs> 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 my ass off because it's so true. Well, and it's just because yeah, like even people. So my point behind oh, like, yeah, bringing this point, up yeah. is like even people are kind of have that. Like you, you reach this point if it's like if it's like on a graph there's like a parabola and at the at the apex that's your point like after that you don't have a purpose anymore in life either you can hoard wealth or just live for your desires but you can't really procreate anymore or there'd be no point to doing that or there's like what are you really doing like there's obviously outliers like if you are actually living for some kind of cause helping people around the world whatever you're doing but for the majority of people you just have this point in life where there's no more purpose. You don't have to re- you don't have to procreate anymore. Like you, like that's a big, a big like part of what your DNA does down to like a molecular level is to try to. Well, and with mammals, duplicate we're group, itself. We're group based, family group based species. Most of the time, the elders they would uh, imply import their impart, excuse impart, me, yeah. their wisdom on the youngers. Yes. Okay. So like grandmas and grandpas and uncles and aunts, the older generations, they used to like spend time with the young ones. But it's kind of hard to do that when you're a pet grandparent. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of changes because life has gotten easier that people are not having children, or because of the economic stuff, or there you can't get a house until you're forty. Well, by then. 
you're getting a little long in the tooth to yeah. start your family. I, There's a lot of stuff going on I, I'm, that's I'm, disrupting it. I'm kind of interested in how, like, when, when millennials reach their middle age and, and Well, we're there. I'm the oldest there. But, like, when millennials reach their 50, 60 Oh, that, age, yeah. What's really going to, like, what's the world going to look like? Because it's so much different now. Like, they're not going to have 401ks or Roth IRA. Not as many of them are going to have that. Or, like, a home with tons of equity or three homes or whatever. Or an what? RV and a snowmobile and a boat. And-, and I don't, it's hard for me to even try to conceptualize it for our generation. Because I am a millennial. I'm the elder millennial. But at the same time, I'm married to a young boomer. So, I bought my first house when I was 21. Yeah. I did it in an unconventional way, but I did it. And so, I don't have necessarily the same... I'm way into DeFi and crypto, so I have a whole different type of uh, retirement savings paradigm than most people do. Which so is like, good, because you kind of have to now. Like, Well, yeah. And so, I don't know. I can't... I don't know how it's going to be, Brady. All, all I don't... Of the, all of the traditional safe investments are really like kind of hanging on by a thread right now just because of what's been going on in the world and there's a lot of variables and maybe it'll maybe it'll recover it can, we can be optimistic but we don't know what really everything is going to look like especially the economical horizon what's over the economical horizon nobody knows what right now what's the, even like the federal reserve who pay tons of money i don't i probably never even know the amount mm-hmm. truly uh, to these like like expert economists trying to predict these curves and predict these graphs and they can't try to figure out what to do with the the you know the interest rate that they're charging banks and and the government to print money and they don't right now from what I was hearing I was listening to like I have the, there's a channel I follow on YouTube about like he's an economist and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's even saying like even the Federal Reserve and their economists don't quite know what the next 10 years is going to look like normally they're pretty good because normally if it just things stay the same they, it's very predictable we aren't but because of the events yeah. in the world recently it's like nobody knows like shit we're on the verge of world war three literally well there's so much uncertainty too because now you know we thought oh we got vaccinations blah 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 blah. well now they're locking down most of the world again because the, of the variants delta. the damn delta and i know delta so, airlines how dare you delta i'm blaming you because your name everyone is delta. should not fly delta <laughs> just like people blamed coronavirus on corona beer remember oh yeah now it's the dummy there's it was a few dummies i'm not saying everybody blamed it but there was a few dummies who so like can we blame delta airlines for this one or well delta they travel Dental? they move people around yeah. i mean they technically probably brought someone from india maybe, maybe it's conspiracy yeah. delta dental delta. what are you putting in your laughing gas delta dental <laughs> that nitrous oxide's got a variant I think they're just an insurance company well <laughs> i probably yeah. well and that's so just their, it. they probably like, have their own i think all the old rules are not going to apply anymore and i feel like wall street bets proved that oh yeah there's a lot of things that have happened that in the last a fun year time because i'm i'm slow one i'm slow yeah. to adopt things but i also adopt things i like futurism i usually know what's going on out in the world DeFi, decentralized finance is the future because Absolutely. it's not central government. It is... Well, even know. for the governments, it is the future. Because well, and they, this fiat currency that they use now is just not working anymore. I waded into an article this morning about this because they they don't know... They want to control it. And they don't well, know yeah, how to control, to control it. it. And so they're trying to make all these meetings to control it. And the thing is, it's not in anyone... Like, on my blockchain... I don't think the government should be in... It should not be centralized at all, ever. No. Any currency. It should have never become centralized because the money is there. It's a completely separate entity than the government. Why should the government be in charge of every aspect of it? Well, it should. It's in a free market. The money should be free to flow as well. Well, and that's why there's all these well, but DeFi crime. experiences. It's, it's all about oh, crime. Well, and that's like ours is a delegated proof of stake chain, which what this means in crypto speak, my blockchain that I live on, is you have some stake in the hive. 
you get to vote on witnesses. These people try it. They're the ones that mine the blocks. They're the ones that they do all these projects on the blockchain. You get to choose. It's dem- democratic. Wow. The top 20, they get to make the forks for the blockchain. They're all over the world. Yeah. So say that America's government decides or China's government to ban crypto and come in and they bust that guy and they take out his servers. Well, there's still servers all over the so world. The system cannot go down. Yeah. yeah. And it's independently so. And that's the future where a handful of rich people don't get to make the decisions for an entire world currency which is what's well, happening now yeah so i mean it's the world is gonna plus you earn 10 percent interest instead of negative two percent good because they're you know they're <laughs> well now that the inflation of the fiat currency is i'm guess they say the inflation around right now is five percent they're lying that's just the inflation of the federal reserve printing money they can't that's hide just it anymore. that yeah. that doesn't include the inflation of the, all this uh like the supply chain shortages causing prices to go up the lack of employment and ha- having to pay employees more like the worker revolution we're having right now oh, causing prices to go up like that doesn't even factor that in i'm guessing i'm not an expert by any means but just a ballpark 12 percent Oh, is easy. what our inflation is and then right we also now. Have so even some- even your if your investment has less than 12 percent, now you're losing money easily yeah. And then also we have a people, massive drought in the West. So yeah. produce, oh, yeah. hay, grain, all the so things. Then we, have, that, we also have weather factors. There's a lot of factors. There's a lot of stuff going on. And people, what, what's funny is people are just, oh, let's watch Loki. And I like <laughs> Loki, but they're oblivious to things that actually affect their lives. And it's like, you got to balance know. both. I've been I, thinking about balance That's a lot. my problem in life is I do balance both. Like I get my entertainment. I play oh, my me too. video games I or watch some movies and stuff. Night. But mostly I'm, lear- I'm on YouTube learning and keeping up with what's going on so that I can prepare myself or just be just more knowledgeable about something stuff. I've, balanced. I've been misled before with these kind of things well too. that's called learning know. like there's like we uh there's a, a thread on our twitter recently because of randy oh yes the cuz because he got all high on darpa meds or whatever he did <laughs> Sorry. i think it was because he that. went to vegas and breathed in a lot yeah, of marijuana smoke god only knows yeah. what he breathed in in vegas it was the shake shack yeah. All what, that, whatever there's they cocaine in the, the Shake Shack. Yeah. I'm not saying that Shake Shack. I just want to try one of your shakes. Yeah, me Anyways, too. so Cuz heard there was cocaine. Cuz started it. a free speech yeah. uh, thread so with us on Twitter. That, that's actually a good segue. Yeah, cocaine in the Shake Shack, <laughs> uh, because that's what you know you could call misinformation. You could. Oh, if, let's. If somebody talk about told this, you that, yeah. that's misinformation. So the thread I'm talking about is on our Twitter is Randy brought up like, should these platforms be able to censor speech? If you're banned from one, you, Jim yeah. Pasaki oh, yeah, yeah. said that you should universally be banned from all. I hate that lady. She's not the nicest. I um, yes. don't really hate her. Oh, hello. hello. More interruption. Oh, oh, yes, that's this revolving door. What's up? <laughs> We're recording. Say hi. You're on the internet now. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. not live, but. But you're going to be. Okay. Okay. That's fine with me. Okay. Well, we Come have his out. consent, ladies and gentlemen. We do. Cameron's got it. Bye. Come <laughs> here. So, so, um,. Anyways, uh, oh, we were talking about oh. free speech. Yeah. So my thing with this is, and I, I replied to Cuz that, that you do t- sign, the terms of agreement is what they use to protect them from their oppressiveness. The problem is, is because it's a tech hegemony, mm-hmm. there's no free market for a competitor because they control so the much market. of the market share. Yeah. So we do have to wade into this a little bit. And I agree, you know, and that's the thing you and I talk about a lot with hypothesism is that this is my opinion now. I'm not going to die on this hill. I actually want more information so that I can evolve my opinion. It is not oh, yeah. a straightforward, easy thing to talk about. There's a lot it's of... It's very complex. That was something I brought up. Yes. Was how complex the issue is. We And we could debate. It's worth debating and can be debated for, God, eons, probably. It should be. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Because of the nature of what the debate is, it should be debated for eons, honestly. It should be. It shouldn't just be set in stone one way. No. Especially with how... I mean, there's a reason they also left the Constitution vague. 
mm-hmm. with most of the amendments. There's some that are very specific, and that's for a reason, but the ones they left kind of vague, like freedom of speech and the Second Amendment and stuff like that, there's a reason for that. It's because when times change, you kind of have to change like the way you look at it a little bit. Well, and, and language feel, changes, too. So. I feel the word misinformation is subjective. <coughs> It's subjective. Yeah. Because one person's misinformation may be another person's theology. Exactly. Like, you and to say that, oh, that's wrong, well, you're attacking them personally. That's a, that's a conversation uh, my wife and I had the other day, because I was I was kind of a, being a butthole, and I'll admit, and she, she's going to listen to this. and She's going to nod her but head. Like, we were talking about religion, and I was kind of being a little condescending about it, because I was, I was trying to be objective and ask questions, but I think I was asking it in a condescending way. But you're not anti-spirituality. So, not necessarily. It's but just, I, I, that could be a whole... That's a whole other episode. Yeah. Well, and that's just... But what you're saying <laughs> is where the, you're at now... Yeah. It could be considered misinformation to the powers that be, yeah. and do they have the right to ban you well, I mean, let's across just, the board? Who's to say that some of the stuff in religious dogma isn't misinformation? I'm just... That's really... I'm trying to be as very... As object, objective as I can about this without insulting people who believe these things. But you should always at least ask, like... It, could some of this be misinformation? That's why information is subjective. But what, it, part of the thread we were talking about is like, um, misinformation, this is definitions I've heard by, I think even like the government said this, but like mi- the definition that I understand, and I could be wrong, but I, that I understand is misinformation is like, you were given bad intel, you were given bad information, maybe the person giving it to you didn't know they were wrong, or maybe it's like one of those... Things where science was wrong. There's a lot of variables involved. It's subjective, mm-hmm. like you were just saying. It is um, misinformation. Disinformation is like the like intentional, intentionally giving bad information. Like basically, it's there's not really an argument against it being malicious. It's going to be malicious normally. It are well, and the like problem- or or there, I guess there's cases. I got to say there like when you. <laughs> like Santa Claus, let's give an example. Or when like the Germans tell their kids they're going to get eaten by Krampus. Oh yeah, because they're bad. And the Belgian that's like that's disinformation. That's obviously no. We all know that's you go. You tell them that knowing that it's not true. So you're lying to certainty. teach a lesson, which is yeah. what I'm concerned about. Go- that's why I don't want the government involved at all, other than protecting the right to free speech. That's, that's what that's they should job. be doing. Other than that, tech companies, if you want to have a term of service and you want to launch people, it should be equitable. It's not equitable oh, right now. That's the thing. But who's going to really keep it? equitable that's the problem. well and the thing is as long as the market that's, that's is free and lies. fair yeah. then you can move it's to another and platform that's and the that's the problem because of the separation of private companies and government and how they have to follow these rules it's it it, it it opens the door for these things not to be equitable there's no incentive to be equitable well that's why for these companies specifically that's why web 3.0 is the future and you yeah, guys go look that Internet. up yeah it's yeah. gonna have to be because what's happening now is they're trying to be the mediators of it and who they get, can't why me- do they get the power to say they can't mediate themselves out of a box anyways exactly. like look at all the misinformation. It's, they all all they care about their only purpose is not to care about misinformation it's to make money that's and when I mean, their money's threatened they have to take these these measures, so obviously they're more incentivized by like squandering our free speech because some of our free some of the speech people choose to exercise is bad is bad for their money. So of course they're going to squander. Well, it. and then also governments and people in general, they're not everybody has a good motive. Yeah. Okay. Like there's some snake oil salesmen have been around a long time. Absolutely. Vaccine. You know, people have fought about vaccines before. You go back in time and look at actual history. There's a precedent for what this vaccination fight that we're having. Exactly. The government has a tricky job because public health very. is a very important thing. 
but also upholding people's rights is an important thing. And it's actually their sole job. They need to do what they're. Th- this is literally like the, the, the first function of government should always be uphold the constitution because that's what we found. That's the point of the country. That's what, why it's we have a country. That's why job. we are a country we- is because of those fucking documents, those rules that we set aside at first when we founded this place. This is what it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. The government's job is to enforce that, to make sure that stays equitable and free. And instead of attacking citizens that have valid or just concerns, you're better off educating. If something is oh, good, yeah. That's a whole put other- out education. If you're worried about misinformation, put out a lot of information. Exactly. Like, let so, people... But Choice is always better than coercion. Absolutely. I have to agree. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little in deep in a minute. Yeah. In depth in a minute. Because, um, so to finish the point oh, with yes, this whole the thing. Oh, yes, the point, point, yes. Um, I don't know how we went from Boomer Bees to this, but it was amazing. It's but, the way we do things. I love our, yep. our stream, our information it's stream. the way we do things. But, so, like, I don't even have to call this opinion, or I guess my hypothesis is, yeah. I believe, no, I don't even believe, yeah, I guess I believe, so this is opinion, and that's okay. Okay, so this is But what? I think this is a, I think, in my opinion, this is a well-informed opinion, that, I believe, it, like, private companies should also be up, you know, they should also be responsible to uphold the Constitution. Why does it have to just be the government? Well, They're a part of this country, too. And, and if you're a thing. foreign country doing business with America, you should also have to follow those rules. That absolutely is my Why isn't that a thing? opinion. Because those rights are universal. Yeah, I am responsible. To, I can't literally squander her freedom of speech if I wanted to. That's still against the Constitution that goes against what I believe that uh, you should do. And I'm pretty sure that I can even get in trouble for that. Well, and we talked about if you wanted something, seek it out and do it for others. Yeah. Why can't we so, do it that way? Yeah. If you want truth, provide truth to others. Exactly. That's You fight bad speech with good speech if that's what you believe. If it, you guys believe it's bad speech, then fight it with a counter speech. But Literally. Oppre- yeah, but oppression. Oppression is, goes against that entire concept and of freedom of speech. And you're going to create martyrs. Yeah. And I don't care if you're a private company, a private individual, or the government. You should be beholden to those same principles. Period. I don't understand why Facebook's not. I don't understand why Twitter's not. I don't understand how they can censor. Well, and the That lack- seemed to... Because when you're told you have freedom of speech, and then somebody takes it away, no matter who it is, that causes neural dissonance in people. Like, this shouldn't be happening. This doesn't, this goes against that. And then because they have so much power, there's no alternative that can get off the ground because they yeah. use the same government against the so, businesses with regulatory burden and exactly. so on and so forth. So I'm just confused and I would, I want someone to kind of clarify this for me. Why are, why aren't these private companies beholden to the Constitution? I understand that's the argument that they are, they're private companies, they can do whatever they want. But within the framework why of don't our laws. they have why aren't they beholden to our country's founding principles that doesn't make why are you even doing business in this country if you're going to shit on its principles it doesn't make any sense and also the misinformation thing there's no equitability equitability in the way that they enforce it yeah cuz cuz it really boils down to who gets to say what's misinformation I, disinformation is a little more obvious, but at the same time, that's we still... You know who should get to are, say what's misinformation? The individual. The, exactly. That is, that's this, really what that's it boils down to. That's an argument ender for me, uh, because it's like an individual... Gets I guess to, we're too libertarian. That's I, well, but is. the individual <laughs> should get to decide. Yeah. No, it's it's. Tr- I believe that too. And maybe maybe a lot of people don't. A but they also do. have a responsibility, yeah. and that's, that's the problem. The thing. We've ceded we, our responsibility. Yes, we are. We I believe truly that we are free to spread disinformation and misinformation. We absolutely are. But it's our responsibility not to. And then also people should be able to speak out against that misinformation without yeah. censorship. It's like, I don't exactly. believe this. 
And then you get this into is this, where the problem lies. A it's lot like, of this goes along with your body, though. Let's just be honest about it, Mo- like your autonomy, because mm-hmm. most of the fight right now is vaccinations, extreme right and extreme left. Uh, what else? Oppression. All the woke because culture stuff. All of that stuff. So yeah. a lot of it goes. And there, and there literally is like bigotry going on, and there literally there is. is a movement to kind of uh, like stuff the bigotry under the rug. If you will. And there's also... Or, like, like I guess, eliminate the big There's tree, willful but. non... If you care about misinformation, they should not be hiding things that are contrary to their n- narrative. No, that's and actually there's a lot of that happening. Yeah. It's it's counterproductive because is... you're actually amplifying what you're trying to cancel. Because they're I just going like to go do it in the shadows, but it's exactly. going to become louder because then now they're, they're attacked. They're victims. Yep. They get to play the, vic- they're the victim card. And well, yeah. we have a very it, it gives them credibility. We're in a victimhood death spiral, anyways. I'm so tired of everybody. That's I, true. That's where this whole woke shit come from. Well, the whole cancel culture, the whole getting freedom of speech squandered in the first place because people get offended at speech they don't like, and it, okay, understandable. I no one's saying they don't understand why Brady you're offended. Brady and I do not love Nazis. Yeah. I mean, that's you have every right to be offended by someone or something. That's totally fine. Nobody's saying. You can't get offended. Maybe there are some people are. I'm sure. But now you're supposed to be silent. I shouldn't the speak offended, for The offender should be silenced according to that that's culture. The thing. There, and that's there's scary. where the problem comes from. Just because you are offended doesn't mean the person offending you should be silenced or like like censored necessarily. That, why is that? Why did it come to that? Because I don't it's know. like, Wouldn't... can't you just not read what they're saying? Well, we were talking. Turn the goddamn phone off. Go outside and touch some grass. That's the new thing, by the way. Go touch some touch grass. Touch some grass. Oh. Well, <laughs> you and I were just talking about emotional immaturity, though. And I don't think if you do not develop yourself, you can't possibly be a good influence on others. Yeah. And I think that emotional immaturity is a huge plague. I think that's why there's a lot of suicide and a lot of this stuff because there's, we talked about this before, there's a lack of mental health training and counselors in this country. There's oh, a huge a, spiritual crisis. A big problem. And so all of these things add up to, and then we also have instant gratification devices. Pretty much we're stuck to all day. So that yeah. is not conducive to deep thought and there's, reflection. We, 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 live no, we have no like structure to like teach people how to use those responsibly necessarily and and that sh- because it's such a part of our of our like what like our climate we are augmented now we basically are augmented now we are augmented why can't this be added to the curriculum like smart responsible use of these devices because they're going to be there now like they're, pandora yeah, well, doesn't go back in the box yeah so like self-discipline training because yeah. a lot of the stuff like we especially have related to smart, stuff like, like this. specifically related to smartphones and tablets and computer use Pandora's never going back in the box, guys. I don't know what you're thinking here. You I don't think anybody adapt. thinks it is. But we're going to have these devices now forever, and they're just going to get more useful. They're going to, like, the, the uh, they're just going to get more useful and easier to use. And, in turn, adversely more addictive. So we need to train our brains on how, because, like you said, go touch some grass. We, we intuitively realize that, our, like, circadian rhythms are very important to us. I know so many people, we have friends that are all effed up in their sleep schedules, and it causes health problems, mm-hmm. mental health problems, physical health problems. Me you, too. Well, and you've got to, <laughs> you've got to get. We are biological, physical creatures, and you have. We are part of. We evolved over millions of years mm. to be a certain way, and now we have upended it in what twenty years? Pretty yeah, pretty much a very short amount of time. And so it just I, doesn't go. It doesn't jive with like all of those years of evolution. Biologically. And I feel like that's where a lot of our problems are coming from. We've added like the, there's just so much technology we've developed and that's fine. 
it's was, really like progressed us as a species into like a whole other age of existence. The silicone age. And we're just dealing with some fallout of it. There's definitely fallout from it, and we we're we are learning and understanding what that is. Those problems. I'm that an come optimist. Up. I feel like yeah, we're going to overcome it. We always do, and we'll have more. Just problems. like we overcame. <laughs> Just like we use the technologies to overcome problems. Well, always. Which is why we have the technology. That's why industrial revolutions are always a good thing. It'll always yeah. make more jobs. I think right now we need an entire army of yeah. mental health professionals. Oh, yeah. Look look at the look at the climate of America. Not like the weather climate, but like just the, the zeitgeist, I the guess. The cultural climate. The cultural climate of America around the original like uh, industrial revolution. Oh, yeah. So many things were changing that had never changed before. Like, industry was exploded. Like... There was a graph of GDP that I saw in one of the videos. And then it was like very, very slight incline. Yep. Of GDP. Because just because of population growth mostly and certain technologies that were being developed. And then one machine was invented that the cotton gin. allowed them to well it wasn't the cotton gin. Which actually. one was it? No, that one is responsible for a that's, lot of that our kicked industrial. It off. Um but we, we that's a very famous one, but it's the it, it's a precision lathe that this guy invented. Uh, and that allowed them to make more precise machines for the industrial revolution. And then explosion. Yeah, I was watching this whole thing about that's awesome. about this. It's like a very underrated machine that nobody talks about, but it was re- directly responsible for even making the cotton gin. Which it's, was this lathe they this guy made. Um the first precision lathe that wasn't just for textiles. He was making Making it to, he invented it to make better looms. Well, it makes sense. And, and as soon as that happened, geez. and they started making more of the machines with that, the the more the the more precise these machines got, and the and the more work they could do, boom, that freaking line was almost vertical. And see, that's what's what I mean. Like right now, we're just in a a very fast transition period. Yeah. Like the, in the the timeline, as I love people, timeline words are very popular these days. Um, <laughs> the timeline, yeah. but it's it's yeah. definitely a notable blip, I think, because things are really changing rapidly, and I think our bodies and our consciousness hasn't caught up with it yet. Because think about the amount of information we take in in a day oh, now. For sure, I'm like a sponge, uh, I, and I'm just we're lucky our brains can keep up with what we're doing. Honestly. But if you don't disconnect, because yeah. I know, I there, personally... I think there is a bandwidth limit, though. And that's oh, part I've of part of some of these mental health issues that we're having. Well, like, you and I are prone to anxiety when we take in too much. Mm-hmm. We both have talked about this before, because I get overwhelmed by the... Like, I'm more of an inductive thinker, so I'll think of the large S of it, and then I'll get, like, doom and gloom moment. Like, how mm. can I even... But the, what the cure to that for me is to get up and go do something go I can do. Go touch some grass. Well, go touch that grass. <laughs> go touch the grass. Go touch some grass after this. Whoever made that one up, because I've, I've been hearing it a lot lately, is that that's the new thing, like, when you're calling out Karens, is like, go touch some grass. Oh, is it supposed yeah. to zen them? Oh, there's another one, too, not just Karens, it's neck beards. Oh, neck that's beards been around for a while. That one's been around for a while, but yeah. now it's more of a direct, it's way more of a pejorative. So is it, why are the, why, why are we doing, yeah, why are we doing that, though? Why are we... I'm all for a bit of good ribbing because I yeah, love some people humor. Do need it. But then on the flip side, it seems like everything has to be some sort of slanderous yeah. thing now. Like there, it does. It kind of. That's like our our. I think it's just a defense mechanism. Well, I think reflect upon yourself. But wasn't there like a Bible verse about that whole cast I'm the sure log out of your own eye before you put pluck the splinter out of someone else's? Eye? I don't. There seems to be a lot of judgment. I have no idea if that's the direct quote, but that's a good I'm one. I'm just, I'm, I'm being facetious. What she just told you guys was, like, go put a log in your eye. So. Yeah, stab a log in your eye. And Misinformation here. We're cancel her. Cancel me, please. She told you to put a log in I your eye. I would love to be canceled. It <laughs> is my is dream. I, lo- yeah. I loved quarantine. Do you, do you think we should we should try harder and get that whole uh, Streisand effect? 
Going well, on? the thing is, would it make our podcast bigger? I don't know. I have no desire to be an intentional asshole. No, but I'm I not going to censor myself anymore just because it'll upset someone. Do you know I spent my entire life bending myself around people to make them comfortable? It's actually my personality because I like people, mm-hmm. and that was something I'm thinking about a lot earlier. Is I actually am receptive to new information. My I, my goal in life is to not have my opinions to be rod into stone because my least favorite humans on this planet are older people or just any people period that they take in information through their experience and then they become rigid in their opinions their beliefs and the way they interact with people and it's like what a miserable way to live yeah and it's well we were talking about this before but it's like it's not the person that she has a problem with or i have a problem with or that we have a problem exactly it's there are patterns of behavior that are really just abhorrent honestly and they're objectively abhorrent and they're neg- they are actually a deterrent to growth as a species. Uh-huh. And like cancel culture. I'm sorry. That is a deterrent of growth to the species. And it, it really, really is. The idea that you're trying to help people who are caused pain by causing more pain, it's so dissonant. No, it, There's no reflection there. I, I encourage. I really do. I encourage people. And I, I have to practice this myself, and it's hard sometimes when you get in those stupid Twitter arguments. You, you, people have this like war. We have a warrior mode. Everybody has this like warrior mode. We are also wired to and judge. Twitter is very good at triggering this, especially <laughs> warrior mode because of the lack of like empathetic response. It's Crack just knuckles. straight words on a screen, and when just words on a screen are attacking you, you go follow fucking warrior. Sometimes it's hard to disconnect from that those emotions and just go, oh, okay, take a breath. But a, it's, we all need to attempt a little better at like. Approaching with love and logic. Yeah, and who cares if someone on the internet doesn't like you? Like, we have to get over that. It it doesn't... Does it matter? You don't have to justify yourself to anybody. (laughs) Just because someone... Because you're having an argument doesn't mean that person has to not only be your enemy, but, like, they don't have to be, like, your fucking nemesis, too. Well, and I also start off not hating... And also, it really helps to separate a human from their behavior. I can hate your behavior, But I choose not to hate you. We were talking about this earlier. And I feel like it's that way with arguments, too. I can hate your argument, but then also it takes a really wise and person that's growing to pick from the argument. Okay, I I see your point on A. I've seen you do this on Twitter. And you end up kind of making friends with people nine times out of ten. It breeds... uh, When you can find any kind of agreement within an argument, it's like a perfect recipe for, like... Not only growth and learning... Like, to learn to grow as a person, but, like, making that connection with someone, no matter what it is, is, like... It's a recipe for friendship in a way. Well, or at think- least like acquaintanceship where you're a civil acquaintance with this person now. And even the and you fighty- don't have to disrespect each other. Even the it. fighty bites on Twitter at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, those are fun though. Fighty bites. I, I think That's the end the of the day Some most humans want love, acceptance, and, and kindness towards them. And even people that like that, that is just a temporary feeling of feel good. Yeah. And some people are addicted to it. They go around and, and it is, I'm not going to say I don't laugh. Have you heard the term doom scrolling? Oh, yeah. hate scrolling, they're the same. Both. Well, there's variant. Yeah, doom scrolling. Or you fun. purposefully scroll through all this horrible shit to get that doom and gloom feeling. Oh, the world's ending. Basically, Alex Jones's whole existence. But if I'm you sorry, I love com- the guy, but, but if you he's don't a doom scroller. That, you have a problem. You live in your own little microcosm there, mm-hmm. and then you don't have any perspective that the world actually is pretty cool. Yeah, you got to have a balance of both of those perspectives. Like, well, I, if you get on any it's news... It's hard, though. It is hard. On any news aggregator, I, they intentionally pick that because you you will be more drawn into for, negative for news some than reason, positive. Yeah, I don't, we talked about it in the beginning a, of our podcast. This is a very interesting phenomenon that is purely human. I don't know if animals experience this. I wish I knew. Well, we're I'm sure that they're... they're I got to look into this a little bit, but like particularly humans, we like love 
to feel these hateful feelings or this like like maybe it's just the adrenaline we also derive because your body gives you pain yeah with like your body will give you like this little bit hit of adrenaline to deal with these problems your little fight or flight mode when it comes to an argument or a personal attack from twitter or a negative news article that makes you a little scared you get this little hit of adrenaline and the way your body kind of nullifies that adrenaline is with dopamine and serotonin and both of those are extremely addictive so, and I think that's what is part of this. That's my hypothesis. I don't know. I'd love to talk to someone who knows a lot more about that system. Any psychologist out there? Yeah, psychologist well, or a neurobiologist or what you talk about going touch one of the grass. Weinstein's. We're only we're the only people capable of thinking about thinking, or the only species, right? That is what really separates us and differentiates us from others, as far as we know. As yes. far as we know. So the thing we're is, the only ones that can at least talk to each other about if it. If you live in a doom scrolling <laughs> scenario. That's where you take 15 minutes in the morning, go touch some grass, obviously. Grass. But you have to be conscious of, okay, this is not healthy. What are some habits I can build? Because we have the ability to rewrite our brains. Yeah. We, we do, no matter how old we, we are. We don't have to be the boomer bee. The boomer bee. You know what? I don't have a loan on a Harley that costs more than my house. <laughs> and I also, I do, my husband brews wine. So I might be halfway to being a boomer. <laughs> getting I, there. You, you got your card. <laughs> I got my card. Yeah. I just don't like rude behavior. And I don't, I can understand though, as I'm getting older, why people get cranky. Yeah. I've got it now. I never did understand that as a young person. Why are these people so hateful? But it's because yeah. you, anybody that takes care. we have a whole care, other perspective when we're younger too. Well, yeah, anybody yeah. that takes care of other humans that actually cares, yeah. you can get burnt out. I completely empathize and understand being jaded is the guess the slang yeah, term for that. Yeah, burnout, jaded. I get, I get burnt out a lot of things. Like you just parenting, it gets monotonous. There's a lot to handle. There's a lot of stress, a lot of shit you got to make sure is like, you got to make sure you're on top of your game a lot. But it kind of makes you jaded a lot of the time. You're just like, ah, oh, here we go again. I got to get up and do this shit and blah, blah. Like every day can't be a perfect day. No, it's and that's to, where driving cause that to be driving some of your overall wisdom and operating system from mm-hmm. experience is not a bad thing. Yeah, because you learn from experience. It's just when you do it solely. Yeah, like where you won't take in new information, and so that's why I. But see, I have the opposite problem. I take in too much information. <laughs> my brain hurts most of the time. In fact, I've limited my amount of information taking in because you can also that can be a problem where you don't actually do anything. Yeah, if you're you're that's, stuck in that you, doom scrolling. You get to thing. that. Yeah, you get to that rut. I, yeah. I was talking to our friend Scott the other night after you guys left oh, yes. from, from our Dungeons and Dragons session. Because Scott likes to hang around. He's like Jacob and Randy. We like them. Scott likes to hang around for like an hour or two afterwards. And uh, we, we were chatting about um, like purpose. It's oh. the, the big existential question. What is my purpose? What is purpose? Yeah. And obviously it's, you know, everybody has to find their own and everything. But it's like we were talking about how like there was... For a lot of American history, and I'm sure most of the world history, there was like something that you work towards as a, at least as a country. Mm-hmm. We don't have that right now. What are we working for? So we're adrift purposely? Yeah. In, maybe not purposefully, but like, yeah. In, no, yeah, I, yeah, no purpose, I know what you mean. Yeah, like as far right. as purpose, yeah. Our, no, you're right. So the like. USS purpose adrift? Yeah, exactly. Like we're, we're, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're adrift. So, but it's like, uh, we had like, World War One. our, we had a goal. We had to fucking. Oh. In wartime, we had to put the World War Two. We had to had a purpose as a country. We had the space race. We had the industrial revolution. We had all these different things where we had like a common goal to work towards with one another. But those were we national. don't have anything like that. Those now. were you were talking yeah. about the angst between nationalist and globalist goals. Basically, yeah, in a way. we are having an identity crisis. Yeah. Well, even those globalists had their goals, and they were working together. There was lots of different things for people to like work together on, and right now there's pockets of that with all this activism. 
I don't like some of the activism yeah, it's though, because toxic, it, to me it's self-serving instead of. But there's no greater purpose, so they cling onto that as their purpose, especially because it relates to their like identity. A lot of like the what's well, so I mean the racial driving. activism and the uh, gender sexual activism and all that stuff, because having no purpose and having an identity crisis, you're going to cling on to like a movement that's trying to solidify those things, and right? And give you value. And give you value, give you a purpose to fight for something. We love to fight for things as humans. We do. It's in our DNA. Yeah, we're kind of squabbly. Yeah, it's in our epigenetics. We just have to fight for stuff. But like, we don't really have ultimate like goal for everybody. Like, and I think that's part of, this was my hypothesis when I was talking to him about it. It's kind of dawned on me. This is why Elon Musk is so popular. He, why he became a cult of personality. He has universal goals instead he ha- of exactly his. He's like, we're. I'm going to get human race to Mars, not just like oh, billionaires or whatever. Or just, just Americans. It, well, it seems to be he's like, I'm trying to the thing. Everything he's doing, be it the boring company, be it uh, maybe okay, with the exception of the flamethrowers, that was just funny. But like the boring company, SpaceX, Tesla, it's um, for everybody. Neuralink. There's a couple others that he did, even when he was doing PayPal. It's f- to better humanity as a whole. Neuralink, he's trying to solve, the cure all of these, like, um, I should, I don't want to give him all the credit because it's teams of people he works with, but I'm just saying he to shorten it up. So, like, he's working with these teams to make a lot of these, like, disorders that we have go away. He, the certain types of blindness and back injuries and stuff like that with the Neuralink, as well as internet connectivity in our brain. I'm on the fence about that one because I'm scared of the advertising and the nefarious purposes it could be used yeah. for. But he's also working on like uh, getting us to be a spacefaring civilization, something we've always been kind of on the cusp of, but he's kind of pushing it. Um, he, Tesla, trying to get the world to use renewable energy to fuel our cars instead of carbon emissions. And obviously there's lots of arguments and debates to be but had at least about he's doing the carbon footprint and making yeah. the things and all that. But it, it Either way, if we can get off the the teat of gasoline just for personal like transportation and stuff like that, it'd be good. Plus, the implications of the self driving systems making like carpooling easier, and that takes less cars off the road. It takes more cars off of the road. Stuff like that. Monopolizations are never good. I like innovation. Yeah. So, like, anybody can say anything they want about Elon Musk, but he does doing a lot of these things for the betterment of humanity. Like, I don't care how he got his money, if he's, he was given all these billions well, by the emerald farmers I and feel all like that. That's, that's a, irrelevant. I feel like that's a way to attack someone it, that's it doing is. some good, is that, you know, oh, that evil rich guy, he's also enrenching himself. I get... He I should be. I can guarantee every <laughs> single one of you, if you had the yeah. opportunity to forward an idea that was passionate to you and become rich doing it, you probably would. Absolutely. I don't like wealth in but me. It, but at least the things he's doing, even, even if he's gaining personal wealth from it doesn't mean that we're not going to benefit from um, a 3D traffic system to solve all of the congestion. Or I'm pretty sure with, Henry with Ford Ford's got company. rich from his tr- cars, but pretty much every American benefited yeah. from that. He's like, another good example, too, well, because yeah. like we didn't have cars. Now we have all cars because of him. The, I'm sure it would have happened. There might it, He might have just he been a proxy and for this idea. Though, Henry Ford also might not have done some nice things in his life. I'm why sure do we have didn't. to throw people out yeah. just for the... That doesn't mean cars are bad. Well, that doesn't that's mean why the idea. cancel culture is yeah. every single one of us has said something bad. Every single one of us has done something not great. And does that mean we have to cancel them, throw them completely out because of that? Yeah. I mean, we that's a higher standard that we shouldn't be holding people to. Exactly. You just, could also say, I don't like you. Just, just okay because like Just because Henry Ford might have been a Nazi sympathizer. Or not, maybe not. I don't know. This could be misinformation. That's that's the whole oh, point of this. there's that misinformation. But like, let's just again. say that's true. That doesn't mean the idea of having personal transportation is being a Nazi sympathizer. Like, well, it's like we can't separate a person. Tom knows what I mean. Yeah, Tom. 
Yeah. With his bow and arrow about to go... Yeah, there's a Hawaiian with a bow and arrow. About to shoot some arrows and God knows what. The Hawaiians what. use spears. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask him about that. Yeah. He is actually Hawaiian, so... <laughs> well, and that's why I get tickled about some of the people of color um, things, because I'm married to a person of color. Yeah. I have been for 22 years, and I've learned a lot about what his ancestors went through, and... I find it interesting. It's like you can't talk about oppression and work on the specifics of it without completely destroying everything all the time. Exactly. And it's like I don't understand how that's going to help. And and not to mention, wanna... so there's a there's a whole point to this whole thing too. Yes. And it's easy. It's it's kind of more obvious with the person of color debate because it's been a problem for a long, long time. And it's actually a also, problem. Yeah. This also does apply to most activism. Is like since it's all kind of in pockets, like nobody's there's no real like figurehead to the whole thing. It's not really an organized thing necessarily it's kind of chaotic it's kind of anarchy in a way right humans are always seeking the king but because of that their field of view is kind of all over the place when it comes to focusing on these issues so like some people are focusing very specifically on very specific people and topics and things that could push their movement forward but a lot of them are also like way out here in like the fucking stratosphere looking in on it Mm -hmm. so that their field of view is focusing on, like, America is bad because we had slaves. Like, as a whole, the entire idea of it was racist. And it's like... But that's that, not It's accurate. weird, but it's not... But that's not everybody's point of view who's it's part of the movement. Some, yeah. And it's... So, their field, the field of view in these things are so out of, like, sync with so each other. So, you're talking about the universal application to everyone if someone's behaving or talking or being stupid. It's mm-hmm. like... I absolutely believe that there's a lot of people in these movements that truly passionately care about what they're doing. And they're working on individual specific things to move that forward. Because there's a lot of discrimination. Like, I read a whole big article the other day about how... It's definitely worth... The USDA discriminated against people of color in their loan thing. And they used this cabal of banks and systems to control it. And And totally understandable. And it should be talked about. It should be discussed. It should be something that we... Try to eliminate. That is not okay. Period. But then on the flip side, you can never... How do you put this... I with anything and on the whole spectrum, you can never make right now what was wrong back then. Like right. by oppressing, so there's got to be. I feel like we don't have honest discussions about it because too much emotions involved. I feel like we need to bring in a little more yeah. logic. It's training. not just emotions; it's the cancel culture too. Well, there are emotions. Even, we're not based. even allowed to have honest discussions anymore. No, you're not because. That's just the way you it is. You will be silenced you because be silenced. you're not towing the line. And, I, and, the, and actually, creates, the rod of that is in our colleges, a oh, lot of for, them. Exactly. That's a whole other thing, too. It's like, but my my kind of point behind it is like, because of that, no one. it's never going to get as much traction as it should the movement. It could have had a lot more progress by now. All of these different activism movements, they could have made so much progress in these things in a non-toxic way that made actual change. Instead, they're burning buildings down and shit. Well, and that's in my... In protest. And I get the... Maybe the I can understand the feeling of desperation and from these groups oh, yeah. of of people to, to get to the point where they want to throw a Molotov cocktail at a T-Mobile store. I don't know why T-Mobile's involved, but I can understand at least the the underlying feelings that they have for this. I can't remotely empathize necessarily because I'm not part of that group and I don't know the struggles. I have what you call white privilege, I guess. Well, I don't but, know. I've thought about, but you and I were just talking about. We've both went through things that were completely unjust. It's true. We all have, though. Everyone. And the, and what I'm talking about. Did you ever want to harm your neighbor because of the unjust behavior? No, not necessarily. Now, I, I systemically, I know there's a big difference there. And then I also don't believe you can hold people to a standard that you hold yourself to if you've benefited from a system that was designed to benefit you. I understand Very some true. of the mm-hmm. argument. That's what I mean. Like I can totally understand this whole thing. It, the, it, it's not like these. 
activism movements are not without without merit. merit yeah. yeah, without merit. Totally understandable. It all is really. The second you but harm others, a better way I'm not going to gonna listen this. to you, though. Yep, that's my thing. And becoming the authoritarian enemy that you're fighting is not the answer. And harming people that have nothing to do with it is, is not, not the, answer. the answer. That's my thing. Like, I'll listen. I actually like to listen to people, and I love getting new perspective, even if it makes me uncomfortable. I have no problem being uncomfortable. I spent my entire life being uncomfortable. I, I want to be uncomfortable. That's how you learn. Mm-hmm. This idea that we... Now, I can't speak for all white people... Where they say, oh, that's just your, what is they call that? White fragility. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I went to an elementary school where if you were white, you got beat up. So what kind of white fragility is that? Like, I don't under, it's It's not like there are exceptions to every rule. Exactly. That's the thing. And we need to have some perspective about that. I also understood why the native people at my school hated white people. They were treated like dogs. So it's like you have generational dysfunction. Dehumanizing is just not good. It takes a person, an individual being cool. This is what the, the solving yeah, it is. Good, like, bright yeah. and shining examples make way more progress than anything else. I'm telling you right and now. not some government White, grant program, not no, wasting money. Sorry. It's Well, no, you're fine. I, I don't it's, think, like, Martin Luther King was necessarily a fucking saint, according to certain historians and stuff like that. But, like, he tried his best, in, at least in the public's eye, to be a bright and shining example for... Equality of race. I think he would have been canceled. And of man in general. I think he he would have been canceled now. He absolutely would have been canceled now. And and the thing is... By his own fucking movement. That's what I mean. And and that makes me sad because his message was universal. Mm -hmm. And it was timeless. And it was a good idea. But he was out there not burning buildings down. Not encouraging people to do that. He was out there just talking. Yep. And did he have opposition to that? Yeah. Did he... Did Oh my god, yeah. They tried to silence him. Again with the censorship. I learned about a lady yesterday I'd never heard about. She was a Liberian, and she was nine when the Liberian Civil War started. Got sent to refugee camp in Ghana. Was married to an abusive man. Like, her entire life was just horrible. Then the the Civil War happened again there, right? Mm -hmm. Heard a bunch of women, and then I'm talking about ladies got raped there. Their lives were terrible, and they got tired of everybody dying. So what they do? They went and sat in the heat every day. Nonviolent protests, very Gandhi-like. Mm. Then they went, the men kept effing it up because women weren't allowed to be in politics. She united the Muslim and Christian women together. They went and they said they threatened to strip naked because that was bad juju somehow with these people if they didn't sign peace accords. So the peace accords were signed. Oh, but it was like wow. they went above and beyond. They didn't know what was going to happen to them. Like uniting two very opposite faiths. You know, all of these things, even while their lives were absolutely terrible, the idea of peace was so much. I can't remember her name. I'll have to look it up. But it was just her story. One, she won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2011. Awesome. We should know about people like her. Yeah, that should be like that is flaunted all over the world. What hell this, of a story. Look at this How example. did I not hear of this woman before? Yeah. I can't. I got to look at her name. Yeah. Because like, I can understand the frustration when like you are voicing these things. And nobody's listening or you're getting just nothing but red tape and opposition well, That's going to be like that in every battle that humans have, socially, culturally, anything. And nothing good happens fast. You have to put the work it in. It has to. It's going to be uncomfortable. Well, and, and but, she... But I'm just, all I'm trying to say like is throwing, years. throwing Molotovs at the T-Mobile store is really not going to help you. Ever. I feel like the only time a Molotov cocktail is ever warranted is if some hostile force invades your yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, go for it. And then you have the whole thing with uh, in California where they're robbing all the stores because they're not getting arrested oh, for charges under nine hundred bucks. Get and then me it's like started on that. There's one. just all these weird 
it's just the, the the activism that we're seeing nowadays has become toxic. And who knows? Maybe the government's doing it on purpose. These weird regulations to destabilize everything to destabilize the movement because it's become so disruptive. I don't know. Nine to, to discredit the movement so that it does. I don't know what the well. We it know could that be. they just, have done nefarious things throughout well. history to manipulate mm-hmm. social movements. Like yeah, so, agent provocateurs. Yeah, is a good so, example. They do this all the time. And that's why I don't want them in charge of information. Their job is to uphold rights. Mm-hmm. Their job is not to be the arbiter of them. And I understand police like being there to make sure protests don't become riots. Well, last night the Proud Boys went against the, um, was it BLM? There was a big fight last night. Mm-hmm. Where was that at? I saw that and it was, yeah. uh, oh, it was you know, the transgender thing. It was in oh, California, yeah. the guy that went in to, well, the, the woman that had male genitalia, because I believe this person was trans, but they went in with the little girl and the mom. And so the lady was mad and it started this huge fight. I feel like these people are just fighting to fight. They don't actually want to solve anything. No, I think it's just they got tied up in the whole battle of it. Yes. And I found it interesting, though, that you saw the police. They weren't beating that I saw anybody. They, but when people are fighting, guys, I work cattle. <laughs> okay? When, a ca- when something that weighs... 1,400 pounds is throwing you around, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, no, don't do that. Yeah, that, You that's have to get a little physical. So humans are the same way. You, They're trained. Yeah. I don't think all cops are like Th- wanting to do that. This ties into people. the whole... Po- that's the other social movement is the whole police. And I can get some of the arguments. I absolutely can Because some cases are just abhorrent. They should have never happened. Oh, but yeah. as a whole, come on, think about it. I don't I, want to get into it too deep because that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. But I'm the same as you. I have people but from like, my friends who have been treated unjustly by cops. Yeah. I, I've seen it. But you should also, everyone should take into consideration from the point of view of the police officer. Because they're getting called. They don't know all the details yet. They just know shit's violent right now. There is fucking violence going on. So they're coming in with extreme caution to preserve their life, to protect other people's lives in the area, right? Mm-hmm. Of course they're going to be on edge. Have you guys ever been on edge before? Now combine that with having a loaded firearm and being expected to uphold these laws, which, again, you don't have any precedent to how to apply these laws yet or enforce them because you don't know all the details. You just know shit got violent and then you show up, there's fucking shits on fire and people are fighting and trying to stab each other. People have gotten shot, whatever the case may be. What do you think the cop's going to do? He's going to use whatever limited training that he has to try to make sense of the situation and, actually, and what to do. they have a lot of training. Most of them do. Um, so most, uh, yes and no. I've heard arguments on both sides. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's want to get it this way. Anybody training, that though. has ever worked with the public, not everybody... There's a huge disconnect between middle America, middle mm-hmm. class America. They have societal norms that people that are homeless... Or just experiencing poor. homelessness, it's a respect-based and dominance-based system versus a you-follow-the-rule yeah. system. We had yeah, training on the this. jungle versus the city. Yes, and, and it's like, so you deal with a person, let's say that someone comes in, like a police officer, and you've got a person that's just completely out of control. They're going to try to dominate. What are you supposed to do? Like, I, I guess I get exactly. frustrated. Like, Because my example of this is all these cities that have defunded the police... <laughs> Good luck, Let's guys. Let's go look at our crime statistics Good now. luck, guys. No, it's they got what they wanted. Nice. Yeah, no, well, they, they did get what they are, wanted. But there is going to be bad actors who seize the opportunity of limited police to do nefarious things for their personal gain. Maybe you can, arg- you can argue. There can be an argument that that's for their survival. But I think they t- a lot of the time they take it farther than that. Some people, when you give them an inch, they don't know what to do with it, so they take a mile. I'm sorry. Stealing purses from Neiman no, Marcus just not, has nothing no to do with survival. And $950, being able to steal that every day... Mm-hmm. 
My entire grocery bill for the month is not nine hundred fifty dollars exactly. for a bunch that, of teenagers. That, that's that's wrong. That's what gives me my tinfoil hat and stealing. goes. Do you think the government is just provoking these people? Stealing to is stealing. Discredit the movement. Well, and I find that where these most of these bleeding heart to use the term rules are are the most you have the most wealthy people like this huge class division Mm -hmm. like san francisco my husband grew up there there was not this massive class division when he was a kid now it's just ridiculous in every city almost around the world the class division is huge city period not Every area of the world. No, just this. Because mostly rural areas are all this. There's not a lot of gap there. And then the people that wrecked it in their area have moved to our area. And look what's happening. We're getting a class division again. Exactly. In every major metropolitan area on earth, there's the haves and the have-nots. And there's a giant canyon between those now. And I hate classism more than anything else. I I don't envy wealthy people. The problem I have is when the government's too big, wealthy people can buy it. Mm-hmm. And that creates more of an income gap because those wealthy people are only buying the government so they can get wealthier. Yeah, it doesn't And that, that is in the direct expense of the poor people that... Exactly. And it, my solution, I will never get on the bandwagon that to expand the government is going to make it better because you and I just talked about, look at yeah. all these things That's, that expanse of the government when, made it worse. When the government is part of the problem or a tool being used to perpetuate the problem, making it bigger is not going to help. Well, and a lot of people are like, but That's these countries, the Scandinavian countries, they have lots of problems too, guys. We just don't ever get to hear about them. Like, Yeah, because you're cherry picking. Well, and people I, and who I are cherry picking this, that ties into misinformation. And the problem I have with socialism is not the idea. It's that humans want... You yeah, said they're we always... All, we, we're all in agreement. Even, like, most historians are in agreement that, like, yes, socialism, communism, it's all wonderful on paper. But It humans, makes sense when you're... If you're just focusing on equality or equity, I guess more more equity. Um, on paper, the math adds up. Yeah, totally. But then you add the human element. Nobody ever accounts for the greed. And I'm really, you can't breed that out of people. You cannot. It is impossible. Watch Never serenity. been done, never can. It's not a good idea yeah. to start giving people. And I'm worried that, that <laughs> serenity, yeah. to sound a little tinfoil hatty, I'm worried that that's, well, there's historical precedents. Wasn't it like the Kellogg cereal? There's there's all these things that were done to make people more passive, more docile. Yeah. And, Fluoride and, in the water is one of the big conspiracies about yeah, that. And, and that's absolutely true. Because also, there is, I'm not saying the conspiracy is true, but there is fluoride in most major cities' water supplies. And, whether and you, do you know what Hitler did? I'm sorry to bring... Always got to oh, bring Hitler in. God but he's, he's just one of the most recent dictators who do these kind of things, to employ these tactics. So, like, he put fluoride in the water supply, and this was, and this is documented, to control the masses, to make them more docile. I don't know if we're using the same amount or if that's our reasoning behind it. We're just told that it's to make our teeth our teeth enamel stronger. Which maybe a small but amount maybe does. Maybe that's what they're telling the, us. But we don't know. What why you know, you never know what goes on in these conversations behind closed doors because these are people who love power and they want to keep this power and they want to have control because the power that's what they're doing the power for is to have control over other people well and also i've lived on pretty much my entire life with the exception of maybe a couple years in alaska on a well water my entire life yeah no my fluoride teeth are there fine. teeth are fine which i take care of them if you want good teeth you have to take responsibility you, shouldn't you have, have to have a grandpa that city, has awesome cities teeth should too. not have the power to even step in and go let's put fluoride in the water supply who the fuck and then not to mention that's just to there's got to be a company one specific company usually getting all the money for that from the government so that of course there's going to be conspiracy theories well you know what i 
learned the other day, public health is kind of a big deal, right? Absolutely. Most colleges offer these, because I was looking up degree programs, because I'm also getting to the point in my life where if I'm going to bitch about something, I need to put some skin in the game. And so I was looking up some master's programs in, like, counseling and psychology and all these things. But then I noticed every single one of them had a public health master's. Interesting. And you didn't have to go to a college to learn it, which Rona has changed a lot of online learning anyways. But yeah. but a lot of doctorate in public health, master's in public it was, like, a very popular degree. And I'm like, so if we have all these public health people, why do we have such a problem with public health? Like, if That's there's... a good question. I, I, I want to... I'm curious... Because I think it... Uh, With all these very hat, heavily but... educated people, because a master's is no joke. Well, I think they get Do they beholden get... to these giant companies when they get the grant their degree. System. So you got to have a job doing your degree with your degree, right? Yeah. Um, to actually like employ the things you've learned, you have to get a job to do that, right? To be employed by an organization who can fund you the office to do it out of if it's counseling or whatever. To, all your all these things, right? They have these things. They provide them for you to employ your knowledge. So. I think that then you're kind of beholden to what that company wants to do. And well, I think a lot of these companies just want money. And it's about and, that, and public health is in direct contradiction to, like, making money in most of these companies. Except for, have you looked at the grant? If anybody's ever bored and wants to see where the money that, that Congress uh, airmarks goes, go to the grants uh, uh-huh. website for government. Mm-hmm. Just go peruse that for a little oh while. Oh, my God, it frustrates I, me. I think most of the country lives on grants now. I think it's the entire... I know that the college the science, system is based the, on that. The science, health, and education yes, uh, system, those, uh, absolutely, it's all grant money. And Yes. and, and Even food, colleges. Food, colleges, yeah. it's you, all You think they make their money from our egregious tuition cost? No. Well, then I learned, like, University of they, Washington... They can operate just the way they are on just the grant money they get from the government. Well, but they also basically people. rob, extort you as well. They are just money pits. Again, I could well, go on about that all day. Well, and then I just learned because my nephew got this amazing job at University of Washington, but I learned that gr- through grants, they're propping up little startup companies, our institutions are. So it's like, uh, I don't think there's a real free market. I don't think there has been for a long time. I think that anybody can start something. And if you're yeah. small enough, if you make under probably a quarter of a million in receipts a year, they're going to leave you alone until they absorb you. If you, well, in fact, somebody told it's, me once if you have 10 to 25 million. And deposits, it's really hard to get past that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times they'll just buy you out. Yeah. There's like a wall in our country. So we don't have a free market anymore, which is laughable when people talk about evil capitalist empire. And and, and some of our systems have been turned against us as like normal people because um, it's more likely for somebody making $25,000 to get audited by the IRS than somebody making $25 million. This is what I've heard. When Hopefully really? this wasn't misinformation, but I've heard this from several people now who are a lot smarter in these aspects than I am. And who has the resources to hide income more? The 25,000 person or the 25 billion person? I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, No on. shit, huh? Yeah. And, like, and really, like, what, what's a, how bad can a person making $25,000 really cheat on their taxes? Like, come on. If we what are they going to do? Withhold $45 or something? Well, there's, the a pro- there's a problem that we've not solved that we all should unite behind. Taxes should be flat. Fifteen percent. We'll never win that. Everybody should pay that. Well, that's because we let the people dictate to us. These companies would rather literally pay countless millions of dollars to avoid taxes to lobbyists, so they can lobbyists than to just pay the damn tax. Well, so I'm saying it should be across the board. Yeah. Like, why is that? What it would save us countless. I understand the mindset behind these people. I do because I've studied. I've been studying it. 
Well, obviously, I, I always thought it was funny that people were like, that person didn't pay taxes. Well, you've probably tried to not pay taxes, too. If we all had the opportunity to dodge taxes like the millionaires do, I'm sure we would all take it. Like, this whole shit with Trump being in hot water about shit. It's like, okay, that's fine. Yes, you're focusing on Trump. If you were to take that same microscope and turn it into just a normal looking glass and looked at all of the billionaires ever... They're all doing the exact same thing. So, of course, you can single one out and find the flaws of their tax evasion. I call that the Martha Stewart effect. Exactly. Um, And that goes back to the misinformation thing. If it's equitable, I have no problem with enforcement. Mm -hmm. If it is not equitable, which it very obviously isn't in the information thing, it obviously isn't in the tax thing, then I I have a huge problem with it. I strongly feel that it's impossible to be equitable. That's what government... Even if an AI were to be dictating what is misinformation, what's not... It's That's like the, it's impossible to to get that equitable like determination sorry. of what is okay and what's not. That's why we have to uphold the right to speak mm-hmm. because exactly. that is the equitable thing. Otherwise, guess what? Laws would never be fair. I also the think- reason laws are fair and uh, as equitable as they can be, and there, uh, there's an argument that they're not. Some of them are, and some of them are not. Whatever. But we have the ability to not only speak against these things, speak with each other against these things, but then actually make a change. By organizing ourselves to do that with our freedom of speech. Countries that take away your freedom of speech, now all of a sudden you can't even discuss these issues with each other because you're censored by the government. They'll punish you if you talk about these things. Therefore, no change can ever really be made because you can't talk about it. You have to literally dig underground. That's why they call this underground movements because people used to like dig underground and make a bunker to go and meet where the government couldn't spy on. Where they could freely. Yeah. Well, and that's why humans, what changes in our behavior is discomfort, which is consequence. If someone is truly nefarious and is spreading a misinformation that causes harm... The consequence will eventually catch up to that. They are mm-hmm. interfering to the point that there are no consequences for certain select groups, and that's going to victimize and create worse groups underground. Then the whole system is going to collapse at some point because yeah. you're going to have revolutionaries mm-hmm. versus the big the man, and, and and that's all they're perpetuating with this behavior. Exactly. And and speaking out about the right of freedom of speech. That is not the same thing as standing up for the abusers of freedom Absolutely of speech. Absolutely Again, not. with freedom, we talked about this last week, comes with responsibility. freedom comes responsibility. We have to be responsible with those freedoms. Not because of fear of those freedoms getting taken away, but out of fear of just harming each other. Where did the whole, like... Well, like, okay, here's a really cheeseball experience. If you want to put urine in your eye because you think it's going to kill an infection and you want to spread it on the internet, that's fine. But then at the same token, you do not get shielded from the people that are like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, that's... And when I say that, that's what I feel is happening with just one particular branch of this misinformation thing is... Yeah. What it is is they do not like the right. I mean, we might as well be honest about it. It's... Yeah. They're really worried about the the insurrectionists, the QAnons, and you know why they're worried? A lot of them have guns, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are very well organized. A lot of them are very well armed, and they see that as a threat. So, what do you do to a threat? A threat you gaslight it, exactly. which is what this is. It's because a type it would, it's of bad optics. It's bad optics for them to just do a full CIA hit squad on them. So they have to. Skeet around that a little bit as much as they want to put out a Clinton hit squad. Instead of <laughs> just putting out information <laughs> oh, and that some rational human beings eventually, it, the rationality truth yeah. will win the day. Yeah. But our government right now, in this current state, is not being educational. Nope. They're being oppressive. And psyops. Very much so. 
to the point where Joe Biden came out the other day or whatever, a few days ago or whatever, and was literally telling us that he's working with telecommunications companies to censor our private text messages, which is a violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution, period. Yeah. End of story. And one thing, if the telecom communicate, the telecommunication companies want to do this on their own accord, that's one thing. And then, in my opinion, that should still not happen. They're doing That's still a violation country. of the First Amendment. They're yeah. just not the government. That the government is is mandating but it is the, terrifying. I don't, but nobody, I don't think a lot of people share my same sentiment towards that because there's that huge argument. The private companies can do whatever they want. No, I don't not. believe they should be able to. That's my opinion. I will die on that hill because I feel like that is what is right. But you're doing business with the, in conduct with the laws of the land, which yeah. it's like exactly. There's nothing. I don't see the well, the wrong and this in can that. be used against people. In fact, I thought this thought earlier when people were talking about wanting to censor speech, right? Remember the big brouhaha over the person that did not want to make the the gay people the wedding cake? That can be flipped depending on who's in power and back on you. And that's exactly. what's terrifying about this. I don't like it yeah. either way. It's actually not about either side of any argument. It's really about the bigger picture. It's because it always comes down to who gets to who. Okay, who gets to decide then? Well, it's like it's wanting really the filibuster to, to go away. Yeah, you guys loved it when you were in charge. Mm-hmm. Now you're now. Do you really want to die on that hill? Exactly. Like no one see, but it's see, one of those things. Which is the why do you think our founding our founding fathers knew this was going to happen because they went through it in other countries where they came from, okay? Man's corruptible. Man is corruptible. That's why they gave everybody these rights. Well, they 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 didn't even, they made a document that preserved the rights that yeah. were already there. Plus, by giving everybody these rights and making the government part of everybody cuz that's what it's supposed to be. The government is also us. That's why they're beholden to these rights, to these laws of the land. Well, and I was talking about that's not the way it is anymore. They've become a separate class. Our our um our country is at the stage historically of an empire in decline. We have these these phenomena that we're going oh, through is to very the point long, where I'm, yeah. I'm having nightmares about it. Well, I am not gonna. My thing is, is I know I can only control what I can control, which is what I think, what I do, how I conduct myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'm raising my children to be critical thinkers. I'm doing, you are raising children too to have self-control, discipline, and not, and and to also enjoy life, realizing that, you know, and also there are consequences for your actions. There's millions of people that do not ascribe to that at all. So there's certain things you are doing, because if you think about that all the time, I think you would get so depressed that you would just withdraw. Mm. I know that I can. I, I can think of Ruben out. I, I have been it. a bit depressed this week because of all this. The largesse of it. The, this like weird like authoritarianism going well, on. Well, and you can see where it's going to lead because we have anecdotal historical examples, footnotes in history mm-hmm. that show where this kind of behavior Literally leads. thousands of years of it. Like yeah. It's not like any of this is new. We have a lot of empirical data that supports our premise that this kind of authoritarianism leads to pain and destruction and war. And literal millions of deaths, I'm sorry to say it. That's where this is going to go. And our technology has increased a lot since the last time we all fought. I would really like to avoid it. Yeah, um, modern weaponry is fucking scary. (laughs) Like, millions of people died, like, let's say with Stalin. Okay. Oh, God. Millions of people died with Stalin. He didn't have the fucking internet. He didn't have nuclear bombs. He didn't have fucking submarines and fighter jets and shit like that. You know what he had? Some fucking people with guns who did not want to starve to death. That's what he had. Yeah. Well, and then it's like... We're way past that. People act like, oh, we're smarter now. No, we're not. He didn't have MKUltra. MKUltra. (laughs) He didn't have the, what is it, microwave radiation, that Havana syndrome (laughs) thing. Yeah. I keep seeing that pop up all over the place. He didn't have HARP and uh, like the the weather manipulation technology. He didn't have fucking the NSA or the CIA. 
or he didn't have what is it? He raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, he didn't have Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> 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 he didn't have propaganda machines in the hands of every single fucking person. That scares me so much that a billion Chinese people play that one thing that we looked yeah, at. Yeah, that one um, game, whatever it was. Called. Yeah, and it's like completely integrated into their entire life, like. Yeah. That Rage of Boners or whatever. Rage of Boners. I feel like that's a great game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it had their bank account stuff. It monitored if they were being good. So oh, the like, part of that WeChat app. Yeah, oh, they yeah. want to bring that in here now. No, well, literally, they're trying to. Facebook. I like I, that. Fucking Zuckerberg scares the shit. I out like of me, Cal man. Newport. The World Without mm. Email is a good book. You yeah. Need oh yeah. <laughs> well, and I and I love email, but the idea of you've mm. got to balance things or you're going to lose perspective, and I think you lose a bit of yourself. Absolutely. I really do. It, it, but th- things are getting a little scary these days. So they are. All we can do is do our best to fight it. It is our responsibility to talk to our state representatives, talk to our lawmakers, tell them how we feel, because they are supposed to take that into consideration when they do these things. And because also, that's who they work for as their constituents. And if our constitu- the constituency... That po- one word. Constituency isn't talking to them. They're going off of their... Whatever motivations. Well, and you bring up this point. I think it's important. I've been reading a lot. It's been everywhere. We we are supposed to do the work on ourselves, but at the same time, no man is an island. Yeah. No woman, no no person, no birthing person. No I, person I is an, an island. I was an island last week, I well, believe. And well, and I guess what I, I mean by that is be part of your community. Even introverts like me, I, I need to be reminded of this. I am part of a community. I have lots of friends. I didn't realize how many I had until 4th of July. <laughs> but <laughs> That was a goddamn shindig. It was. Well, and the thing is, though. That wasn't is, even all your friends, either. No, I have a Fucking lot of Randy. friends. Fucking Randy. Yeah, cuz. Cuz. <laughs> But, We're just joking. We love you. We do. We missed you. Yeah. You know, an episode with you again. We Hello. We're there. Yeah. I know. We're going to have to wrap this one pretty soon because I have to go pick up Sasquatch Jr. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah. So I guess like the takeaway from this episode is like we all have our own responsibility to uphold freedom and we should also be holding people accountable for taking those freedoms away. That's one of the big messages here. Also, boomer bees. Uh, touch Don't some be grass. a boomer bee. Touch some grass. And if you do see a boomer bee, try to maybe like get a ride on that Harley because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll be worth more than your you net worth ever will be. Can you imagine these giant fucking yellow jackets riding around on Harleys? Oh, I, I just see Billie Billy Eilish and... with the, the bee body. Oh, God, and yeah. then I, ho- I don't think I could make that specifically happen for the thumbnail. But I gonna, don't know. We're going to try It's going to be a banger of a thumbnail. So. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, So on that guys. note, um, be free. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, this is still on?